You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon is always kind of wearing a cape in life. I call him Captain Positive, for those of you tuning in maybe for the first time. And it's because I've never heard you be negative. (laughs) You need to tell my wife this. She doesn't think that you're so positive. It's almost (laughs) unbelievable. Yeah, I guess she does. She does it, but she's she's seen all sides of me. So uh, oh, that's true. The times, of course, you know, when I've been less than patient with her or oh, with the kids, sure. and uh, <laughs> so I'll make sure she listens here. No, really, you are <laughs> one of the most positive people that I know, and I say that in such a complimentary way. I mean, during this whole time with the pandemic and all these crazy headlines and overwhelming, and even when I've had personal things going on in my life, I'm like, Brandon, God, I just don't know what to do. This is too much. Mm. You are just so positive and encouraging. And so that's why we need your help here, because a new survey suggests that we could all use a little cheering up. Listen to this from the Associated Press. Americans haven't been this unhappy in nearly 50 years. The COVID response tracking study finds just 14 percent of American adults say they're very happy. 31 percent said the same two years ago. About a quarter of adults then said they'd often or sometimes felt isolated in recent weeks. Now, half say that. I am hoping that you can help us snap out of this (laughs) funk. I mean, of course, this is a national survey. I don't know exactly who they talk to, but you got any happy news to share, happy stories? Let me put it in context here. So I can think everyone could think back to, let's just say last year, through the summer and fall, and we were just running so crazy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, think about how hectic life was. We always like to complain about that, like, oh, I'm so busy. Right. And I'm running here and here in our world. We've got two middle schoolers now and shuttling kids everywhere. And okay, so we can think back to that hecticness and you just look forward to a vacation, which we all are they're <laughs> still there. But, um, you know, on one hand, you, you're too busy because you're running everywhere. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now with this post-coronavirus and what's normal, what's our reality, we've had to slow down, right? Mm -hmm. We have had to take a time out and say, okay, whether we wanted to or not, we can't do this and or do that. And so we've had to really reflect. For us, for our family, we've spent, of course, so much more time together, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a great thing for a family to do. And for me to not get so worked up and busy with work. And so we've been able to, you know, do things as a family more. And and that's been a tremendous value. I would say what I'm seeing, too, Kristen, with my clients here is it's probably I know it's forced them to, you know, to reflect and look back. And they've done some of the smart things that we've talked about before. It's like, hey, use this time wisely. Why don't you check up on your portfolios and things? And so where we've had conversations, I've had numerous clients. I could tell you plenty of stories where they've said, hey, Brandon, work is just different right now. Let's refresh this plan here because we're thinking we might want to retire, you know, earlier. Maybe they were going to work two or three more years or something, but we already had the plan in place like we do with our clients. And so this pandemic has allowed people to almost test drive what retirement might look like. That's true. If you were working from home or furloughed for a period of time Mm -hmm. or whatever that is. Yeah. What are you going to do with that time that you're not commuting or going to work? Yeah. Minus the travel, because I think, you know, retirement's going to have a lot of that. Right. We'll get there. But the being at home and and, uh, maybe some of these home projects, you're knocking out some of those things and you're like maybe been sitting around going, you know, like, 
Wouldn't it be nice if we could keep the same income coming in that we have now while we work, if we could keep that same coming in, but but not have to work anymore? You know, let's call Brandon. Let's see what is actually possible here. We did the hard work years ago and positioned the portfolio properly. And so that's what we've been able to do. I've had no less. I can think of um, probably five or six households here just off the top of my head within the last two months mm -hmm. that have hit the eject button and they are now heading into retirement. That's you know, awesome. So, it, it, so it's a great thing. That's an exciting thing for them. Oh, so that depressing guy on the AP, ignore him. My gosh, <laughs> yes. there is good news out there, my people. I love it. Yes. Well, congratulations to them, Brandon. Thank you for sharing that. We all need some good news. Yeah, it all takes a plan. I mean, that's that's it. It does take planning. That way you know what's possible and mm -hmm. you're empowered to make decisions like that. I mean, maybe your situation is different. You don't know until you do the math. Brandon and the team can help you with that. They can answer a couple of questions, see if you're on track. It's easy to reach out to them, bowenfinancialgroup.com. Here's another reason I think we desperately need some good news, because this pandemic has been rough on our economy. I mean, maybe this will put it in perspective for you listening. At the very peak of the 2008 financial crisis, our gross domestic product fell by nearly eight and a half percent. I mean, that's pretty bad. Hmm. But then in the second quarter of this year, our GDP fell by nearly 33 <laughs> percent. Sadly, the worst drop on record. Brandon, here's the thing. What do we do? Just throw up our hands, give up now? Or do you think it's ever going to get better, Captain Positive? Like, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I do think it's going to get better, right? I do think it's going to get better. We just need a way to treat this thing, you know? I think an antivirus, a vaccine, right? Because it's going to be it's going to be like the flu. Um, you get the flu, you go get the Tamiflu to help knock that thing out. So I think we might have a Corona flu um, pill or right. something to take. So to try to help mitigate the duration and the effects of this thing. But yeah, I mean, it's not going anywhere which I believe is what is adding to the it being so depressing, like there's no end in sight, right? Mm -hmm. It's because we're like, this is never going to end. So Every that's, day it's on the news. Every, every day, day we're getting yeah. death toll updates. I'm about tired mm -hmm. of that. I mean, yeah. I've lost somebody I care about to mm -hmm. symptoms of the coronavirus. So yeah. believe me, if anyone's sensitive to it, I am. But it's just overwhelming when you can't escape it. Right. So that's what we've got to really invest in. And, and, uh, and I think that's what they're doing. So right. if we can get the uh, vaccine and antivirus going, then that's going to help. But but yeah, I mean, that GDP number, of course, the reason it was so awful this go around is, is you know, we just basically shut everything down, you know, so that mm -hmm. um, that that's really the explanation there. But it was out of precaution for the virus. So once we get back on our feet, get our hands around that thing, then, you know, the economy, the country, it's going to continue to recover. So I think it is going to get better, right? So I guess back with that healthcare analogy, you know, once we have a coronavirus vaccine, mm -hmm. we can better not fear the future, right? Yeah. We can we can proceed with our life, and I feel like work with me here. There there's a there's a way to prepare as far as our money and for retirement. Okay, so what I want to walk through here is just a few steps that you and your spouse uh, can do on your own. And then I can come in and, and show you where anything needs to be adjusted here. But this is what I do with clients every time when they come in and they're like, hey, Brandon, can we retire? Well, the first thing, the most important thing to start with, any good retirement plan is built on a foundation of income. Mm. OK, and I'm talking consistent, steady, 
multiple sources income stream there, right? So you want to have that thing. You want to maximize social security. That's a very confusing benefit from the government. When do you file? How do you file? Right? So, so work out the best thing for you there. If you have a pension, if you're lucky enough to still have a pension in play, that's great. So decide what to do there, or you might have a lump sum, but what most people have is a big 401k right? Mm -hmm. Their company, they've just been contributing and getting matched. And so they've got this big pile of pre-taxed money. So you might need to look and shop around for some an annuity to, to go in there. Maybe you've got some real estate, maybe some off-market alternative investments. Okay. So there's things that we can look at here, actually, a lot like endowment funds. Hmm. Okay. You've probably heard of these Ivy League schools. Well, yeah, they, yes. they don't have good football teams, but <laughs> yeah. they're very they, smart. <laughs> they can't play football, but they can manage a portfolio, okay. actually. That's they helpful. Have, yeah, they're called endowment funds, right? So they've got these endowments where they're just making a boring 12 to 14% per year. Mm. I mean, a give me boring. some of that. Yeah, I'll take some of that, right? So. Ah. Um, so they've just learned how to incorporate off-market strategies, alternative investments, along with their stocks and bond exposures and things. And so that's what we do here for our clients. We're able to participate in that to add just a different asset class, right? Hmm. Okay, so income, that is your first most foundational level, therefore, to start building this retirement plan. The second step is to reduce your risk, okay? okay? Because all up till now, for the last 30, 40 years, you've been investing and hoping for growth. So you've been pursuing volatile investments, right? Single company stocks or the S&P or the Dow or, or whatever, some of these sectors like tech sector, mm -hmm. right? We've been pursuing risk and we're okay when it goes down and up and we try to put more in when it goes down. But when you walk away from your job, your job was what was paying you. Now what shifts front and center right in front of you is your portfolio that is what is paying you now, right? That's your employer, okay? So we can't stay super aggressive. We can't keep having these massive ups and downs like in 2008 and like in March and April here in 2020 when coronavirus hit and the S&P went down 35, the Dow 40%, you can't have that anymore with your portfolio, okay? Mm -hmm. So we have to start selling and start reducing some risk there uh, with your portfolio overall. You wanna be more of a surgeon, not just such a general practitioner. You wanna be much more of a surgeon in what investments you're in. How can we still get now consistent, steady rates of return? And a lot of portfolios, a lot of plans will succeed even if you only average you know, three to 5% per year, hmm, okay. believe it or not. You think you gotta have all this big growth so you don't run out of money, but that's totally opposite. You want to have some one-way valves, some guardrails on this money, and if you can get nice steady rates of return, three to five percent, if we can beat inflation, right, then that's going to really start to set you up for success. And then thirdly, the last thing is a tax plan, okay, mm -hmm. a tax strategy. This is where it gets really tricky, right, because you're going to have all that income coming in. A lot of it is going to be taxable okay, because it's coming from the 401ks and the IRAs and such. So you really want to have some nice tax efficient gloves on and start looking at and perfecting what accounts are going to be paying you, when they're going to be paying you. Right. How can we maximize the low, low, historically low tax brackets that we have right now? Right. Mm -hmm. Because we believe taxes are going to go up in the future, especially if the political winds shift here in November. 
then that might change the game completely as far as, you know, long-term capital gains and and tax brackets. So we want to start looking at, okay, when do we need to start incorporating Roth IRA conversions? Make sure we utilize long-term capital gains that are at no tax if you're under 80,000 a year. So a lot of really, really nice things to look at. How can we still keep that same income level, but in a nice tax efficient way? Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Bowen Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.